What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Oh, We're Gonna Talk About It. I'm one of your hosts, Vic. You can follow me on all social media platforms at IamVic08. And I'm John Tay. You can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore supreme. Please do not forget to follow the podcast Instagram page at We're Gonna Talk Podcast. We are available on every podcast streaming platform, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Do not forget to subscribe, like, follow, share a video, tell your auntie, tell your neighbor, tell your raggedy ass cousin. <laughs> and leave a comment, okay? Okay. We yeah, want to like, know. I think we be wanting to know, like, what are the people feeling? Because we we know we're amazing. And <laughs> after every episode, we see all these things on Instagram, literally quoting everything that we just talked about. So clearly, the people are listening. Clearly, we want to know what you're feeling, <laughs> what you're thinking. <laughs> Thank you, Kathleen. I'm so okay. tired of getting on Instagram literally the day after I talk into my phone, and it's just like. Look at this gift. Look at this thing. It's like, bro, respectfully, Justin, just text me, bro. Right. Just be like, okay, what y'all talk about this week? And we'll right. just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, bro. Just, just ask us wow. and we will just, we'll tell you what the schedule is. All right. Um, Let's work like, together. One day, one sound, bro. But like, what the hell? Anywho. <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right. <clears throat> This week is going to be hilarious. I feel like it's going to be full of laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're going to talk about our top five comedians. Yes. Yes. I don't know about you, but it was, I had to do some moving around. I know I'm going to get judged, but I don't care. These are the people I like. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm about to say, I will, like, the thing about comedy, and I think it's one of the most um beautiful art forms outside of music is literally I can give you my top five you can give me your top five and it's gonna be people that you say and I'd be like damn you know like I feel like lists like this it's never genuinely like these are the only top five because when you hear something or you're reminded of something else you're like oh hell no this person needs to be on the list so it's just like Mm -hmm. I feel like you can never have like a true list just like you can never have a true list of like artists like oh, these are the best. Like, it's never really going to be a true list, right? Because, and I think comedy is all about perspective. Yes. Comedians don't deliver well with certain people. I like disrespect. That's what I (laughs) Oh, well, I know who's going to feel your list. (laughs) That's what I align with. I align with, and I, I align with disrespect, and I align with, like, the people that I feel, if they just, if they weren't famous and they were just like the cousin that you had the cookout, they would still be like hilarious. Like people are just like are genuinely funny. So and like you, people whose kind of stand up is a little disrespectful, right? Maybe that's it. I I, I I don't I don't like the comedians where it feels forced. Mm-hmm. And I will say this person is nowhere on my list. Like work work ethic, they may be on a, a high list as far as like numbers with comedians. But to me, Kevin Hart is not as fun he's not kevin hart is he's funny right he's he's just like funny he's for me right yeah he's funny but would i be able to sit around him all day and just laugh no i feel like sometimes his stuff is a little forced and you're kind of laughing 
at him, not necessarily with him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Now, he does have amazing work ethic, and I think it's amazing how he's kind of shifted from stand-up to production. You know, he mm-hmm. has his own everything, you know, and I, I think numbers-wise and work ethic-wise as far as, like, yeah. evolving from a comedian, Kevin Hart is the blueprint, right? You want to go mm-hmm. to stand-up to... You know, making the movie money, right? Yeah, movie money, having your own production company, having your own. You know what I'm saying? That is definitely the he's definitely the blueprint for that. But for this list, I really just focused on people who, no matter when I've seen them, where I've seen them, interviews, uh, specials, they are hilarious, (laughs) hilarious. And I really, I do have like an honorable mention. I do too. I do too. um, but yeah, like it's like, and I, I'm like, these are just super funny people to me. And there's and it's nothing my opinion. that they can do that's <laughs> not funny. Like they could just come in here and bite into a sandwich. I'm like, that's the funniest bite <laughs> I ever seen in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's kind of like my little prere- yeah prerequisite to kind of how I approach the list and how yeah. I kind of looked at it. Um. But yeah, girl, go ahead and go. I started last time, so you got to start this time. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so my number. Well, five... let's do your honorable mention first. Oh, and then do your honorable mention, then five, four, three, two, one. Okay, my honorable mention um, is rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Oh. Um, I love Paul Mooney. He was just like you said, disrespectful. He would say it with a straight face. He would be telling jokes with the <laughs> straightest of face. So it's like. Should I laugh? Or, oh my god! Like, and the things that he was talking about was real talk. Yes. Like, yes, it was real yes. talk. But he, like, but it was funny. So, yes. like, yes. in his delivery, his tone of voice, he yes. would drag white people to their face. And I yes. personally, mm. <laughs> I yes. loved it. I loved yes. it. Drag these white people to their face. Call them what they are to their face. <laughs> yes, literally. And they be able to laugh in front of like, Caucasians. Three tickets were bought by black people, and he gets on that stage and literally drags them every white person to and their face. Yeah, thank you for giving me money to tell you how terrible of a group of people that you are. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I love I, like seriously. Yeah, I love Paul Mooney. I'm I was very shocked that he passed away. I, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that was very sad to me. Definitely rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Yeah. Um, that's sad. We'll we'll go and to that a little bit more a little bit later um, yeah but he's my he's my honorable mention he just just almost made it into my my top five so. yeah that's mine okay my honorable mention is cat williams yeah um because i feel like i like that and again just like i'm saying like that's that gen you're genuinely funny like if nobody ever knew cat williams he would be a funny teacher. He would have been a funny doctor. He would have been a hilarious lawyer. Whatever he would have done, it, it would it would have been fine. And he still would have been the funniest nigga that everybody, like anybody that knew him, he would have been the funniest nigga they knew. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I feel like, it, like, I never forget. The reason why I say people are genuinely funny is I never forget that interview he had with that woman who was Ooh. trying to come for him and talk about his perm and stuff. And when I tell you, he that? popped her ass down to the point that the woman's husband came up to the radio station ready to fight Cat. Listen. He got that? beat up by a 15-year-old little boy. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you know, like, it's, it's shit you can't make up. Like, you can't make this shit up. And when that 15 year old boy beat him up, the first thing he he sat up on his elbow, he said, Y'all gonna let this. He said, Y'all gonna let this little nigga do this. It's like, Yo. You cannot. You literally <laughs> make this shit up. I appreciate like, Ooh, I know personally I've been in certain situations where I'm just like I can't believe this shit is happening. <laughs> and I have a lot of life experiences that are hilarious. You know, there are things that I have to tell at every family function. Thanksgiving, Christmas. <laughs> there are life experiences that I have to continue to perform for my family they're very funny right that interview that interaction with that little boy like to me Cat Williams is the type of funny where no matter who he's talking to what room he's in he is going to be the funniest person in the room like he is hilarious and he doesn't try he's just he's just having he's a conversation he's just funny yeah like you come for him oh this is what you want to do cuz he was he told he was like this he's like this not what you want and yeah. i'm like girl it really not what you want he was cuz she thought she was a comedian no she thought she not was in that room funny and no not in that room auntie funny <laughs> and funny are two different things. Like, I feel like if you're only funny around certain people, that's not really funny. No. Like, that's no. not really funny. That's Mm-mm. like, uh, like that's what I'm saying. That's like auntie funny. Or you like, might have just had comedic timing. That doesn't make you yeah, a comedian. That's. I will say that is the main thing. Even with me and my antics, what I found is it's not what you say, but it's <laughs> How you say it and how you set it up. If I know I want to be dishes, if I know that I want to like kind of chop somebody down, I'm going <laughs> to set it up. In my brain, I'm like, I'm setting this joke up. And when it and when I deliver it, it's going to hit between the eyes. Period. Every time. And I take <clears throat> pride in that. I take, and I think this is something I've kind of learned from my family. Like we're all a little off, right? <laughs> So I know how to set. I know how to how to walk someone into the joke. I know how to do that, and I think that's another reason that really makes people funny. Like you just spit stuff out of your mouth, and it's just like that's not that's not funny. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's my that's my honorable mention. <laughs> love Cat Williams. Love he him. is. Ugh, that's he's, a, he's hilarious. Yeah. That yeah. He, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. All um, right. Your number <clears throat> all right. My number five is. Jim Carrey. I don't care what he's doing. <laughs> yes. I am watching it. Yes. I don't care. I don't yes. care. He did stand up in the past, but since, you know, he blew up, it, he ain't got to do stand up. He just does movies. Yeah. And even like you said, like in interviews, he's hilarious. Yeah. Like the interview would just be like, okay. Like I have questions to ask you and you love him making faces and I can't focus. Right. Like he is so funny even when he does serious roles he can't help it he can't help it sleep on truman show if you like first of all my two favorite well three my three favorite jim carrey movies truman show because that shit was crazy crazy fun with dick and jane he was amazing and the grinch amazing you know i watched the grinch all year round and yeah thank you i'm watching it again tonight yeah it's one of my my favorite things that he's ever done. And he's oh done a ton of movies. He's done a ton. And but it's top. 
the thing that I like about Jim Carrey, I'm going to say my list is all black. Um, so I'm glad that you had him on here because I did have a few um, white comedians, but then I was like, nah. Um, so I, I, I uh, yeah, I, I canceled them out. So I appreciate Jim Carrey because um, I used, to, well, um, like in high school, my parents, um, got like in living color, like the season DVDs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one it was so shocking. Keenan Ivory Wayans is undefeated, undefeated the comic, in the comedic industry, just on the t- on the strength of who he's put on that right? part. So, um, you know, seeing all the people kind of get their start from in living color was insane, and Jim Carrey was one of those people. And the reason why I rock with Jim. Is because when he got super famous and everything like that, he told people the reason why I'm here is because of a black man. A yep. black man put me on, a black man gave me my first opportunity, and yep. I will forever be indebted to yep. that community because y'all didn't think I was funny. Yeah. Black people, this black, this black man gave me a chance. And now y'all found that I'm funny and I got all these opportunities. But when I was first trying to get on, y'all was not giving me no type of time. Yep. Other fun fact about Jim Carrey. Um, one he was married, and he was divorced. You want to know why his wife divorced him? What the irreconcilable difference was? <laughs> Please. <laughs> she said that he played too much and that he <laughs> took everything for a joke. I said it's Jim Carrey. What do you expect? Like he went on the red carpet with dinosaur feet. Like, like. And my thing is, like, people like that, I felt so bad for him when I saw that. Because I'm like, bro, like, you know that is your personality. And that's kind of probably what attracted her to you. And I really hate when people find people in their authentic self. And then that's what they like about that person. They pursue that person, whatever. And then, like, 10 years later, you're like, okay, you know how I first met you 10 years ago? And how you've been up until the second? I don't like that anymore. It's like, what? <laughs> Like, you knew I was a comedian. You knew I don't take nothing serious. You knew I would make a joke out of any right. thing. You knew that. You knew that. So and I'm not going to change. you want to be miserable, I can't make a joke? Bro, like, get your... No. I like, I, I play too much? Okay, get your stupid ass out of here. Bye. Yeah. And I, I think that's a part of why he was so accepted by Black people. Because, you know, Black people, we will make a joke out of anything. Right. We, it don't matter. Uncle Junebug died, how he died. Oh, he stubbed his toe and it fell over on the table. Like, for real, that's how he died. Like, we will make a joke out of any single thing. All these terrible things that's been happening to Black people, we still find a way to laugh. And that's what Jim Carrey does. Like, it can literally be the worst thing ever. And he would be like, there's a joke in there. Let me see. Like, he'll figure it out. It's something funny. (laughs) I, um... That's such a good one. That's such a good yeah, one. Yeah, I love Jim. I just, I'm telling you, anything he's he's on, he's doing, I'm watching. I He's hilarious to me. So that's my number five. Perfect. My number five is Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. So I really like Chris Rock, one, because he's, um, he is funny to me, but I like, um, I like people that are loud. And I feel like, <laughs> He's extremely loud. (laughs) And again, these are, I feel like the comedians that I like are people that I can kind of see myself in, in a sense. I feel like Chris Rock is another person that he is just funny. It's just how he delivers. He is one person where 
he may not have you like super like bawling over like crying laughing mm-hmm. but he's funny based when he tells you something that happened to him or tell tells you an experience it's going to be funny <laughs> it's going to be funny he is hilarious and i also appreciate the how he translate co- translates comedy to like the big screen any yeah. he's had smaller big <laughs> it's been funny i'll give you this one of the smallest funniest roles that he had in boomerang when he was the male boy yes and i think he had three scenes and i was dying you know what i'm saying like He's just funny. Again, it's I think he's a very, very good example of delivery. Yes, delivery in no matter the capacity because yeah. everybody knows about him being a crackhead and saying, well, how much for one rib? <laughs> everybody knows that, okay? <laughs> the movie was not about him, but everybody knows that. <laughs> like, who was, who? And like, I know that wasn't in the script. I know. I know that wasn't in the script. <laughs> How much for one rib? That wasn't in the script. There's no way. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me tell you something, Chris. And then I also appreciate Chris Rock because um, when everybody hates Chris Rock, this is another fun fact. When everybody hates Chris came out, it was about Chris Rock as a kid growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. his siblings and his mother and father. Do you know they originally, about his own life, tried to make his mother white? He had to fight, quote what? unquote, he had to fight for his mother to be played by Tashina Arnold, a black woman. They tried to change the race of his mother. Now, I, I take that back. I don't know if it was necessarily like a light woman or a white woman doesn't matter it doesn't fit fight for (laughs) Tatiana Arnold to be played as his mom like he had to fight for a black woman to be played as his mom so I really appreciate him for that because he was and the thing is Tashina Arnold was everybody hates Chris was perfect perfect right Terry Crews perfect Tashina Arnold perfect even though Terry Crews is a whole entire coony (gasps) the coonest of all coons King Coon Supreme Coon. <laughs> the <laughs> dynamic of those roles was really funny. Mm-hmm. And I also love that he narrated it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that he was the narrator in it. Again, <clears throat> it's just, you literally, you know it's not Chris Rock, but even the the show was funnier with him as a narrator. Again, yes. With his delivery. Chris and his specials are funny. If you have never watched a Chris Rock stand-up special, watch it (laughs) he's he's his stand-ups are funny like i love chris rock and he's loud as hell and he always will be and he yells and i loved him in pootie tang pootie tang (laughs) is one of my favorite movies i don't give a damn what you're talking about yes the movie was about nothing yes we did it but it didn't say sadate oh my god please sadate sadate on the tippy towel okay Thank you. Chris Rock, again, very small role, but very funny with Pootie Tang. Watch Pootie Tang if you haven't seen it. I think No, don't. Don't. Amazon Prime. That's okay. First of all, Pootie Tang is on Amazon Prime. What you're not going to do is talk about Pootie, baby. You're not about to talk about... Now, I tell you this. I take a lot from you, Vic. (laughs) They're all over the place. But what you're not about to do is talk about no damn Pootie Tang in my ear. Period. Don't Don't talk about Pootie Tang to me. 
That is something Tippy we should encourage. On the Tippy Tay. I should encourage people to watch. Da-da. Okay. All right. Thank you. Number four. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. <clears throat> for me. First of all. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Number four for me is Uncle Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mm, Bernie's definitely on my list. Love, I Bernie. love him. Love okay, Bernie. like I know he would be shredding people if he was still here. My oh, God, the way, the, especially with this whole like sensitive era that that was going on with mm. with comedians, like they literally couldn't even tell a joke without people being like, "Oh my God, cancel them." <laughs> Sensitive. Comedy has always been sensitive. Comedy don't they, care they about say what is in your head, but you're too afraid to say. Right. Absolutely. Like that's what comedy has always been. It's always gonna be offensive. There's but like oh. oh well. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? And it's never to hurt. That's the thing. When people are quote unquote calling themselves comedians and saying derogatory things that aren't funny, right. that's different. But if I'm telling a joke. It's a joke, fool. Like right. it, I don't understand. Anywho, could be lying with a lot of truth, but it's still a joke. Right, right. So comedy's so relatable because it's like that is pretty true. It's not like they're just pulling stuff out of their ass. Like right, true, right. So, um, and the same thing. The you know the reason you love you know everybody hates Chris uh, Bernie Mac show like mm. him America like <laughs> him talking to the screen. <laughs> Well, I'm talking to the screen of that chair. I used to feel like Mag Show is so unappreciated. I feel like when people put these lists, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is always there. The Cosby Show is always there, which I'm sorry. I didn't really like the Cosby Show. Sorry, um, not sorry. I, I watched it, but I mean. I wasn't really thrilled about the Cosby Show. I'm like, why is the Cosby show put on some some pedestal? It wasn't even really that good. Anyway, <laughs> you know, you have all these black shows that are on these, you know, top lists and nobody talks. Two shows that nobody talks about is the Jamie Foxx show and the Bernie Mac show. And Facts. I think those two hilarious shows that don't get like the recognition or the notary that they are deserved. Bernie Mac show is hilarious. And that's hilarious. Not- he had a blackity black black wife and what was she like a marketing vp or something like that mm-hmm. yeah so um everybody talk about uh claire huxtable but what about and um birdie mac uh wife was thicker than a snicker <laughs> it must be jelly because jam don't shake like that that's what they said about her in roll bounce and the, here's the thing the bernie mac show he got that and and like before he got the show he did, you know, they did um, Kings of Comedy, and he told the right. story about them kids yep. on that tour of Kings of Comedy. So yep. the fact that he was able to parlay that joke and turn it Literally. into a TV show with the actual like kids, like taking it from that and turn it into a whole show that was amazing. But you know, like, that really happened. He really did him. adopt his sister yes, kids. Yes, that's what I'm he saying. He really did take them in, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was able to <clears throat> parlay that. Like, they, people really connected when it was like, I actually would like to see a show about how you trying to help raise your sister kids because the joke you told was hilarious. So I know if we take it hilarious. and stretch it out, it's, it's going to be amazing. And it was. It was amazing. Yeah. The damn kids was hilarious. Like, the show was great. So, Jordan was 
unmatched to me. He was so funny. <laughs> and I will also say when he came on Def Je- Def Comedy Jam, I was like, I ain't scared of you motherfucker. Man, hey! come on. Like he had some damn spray paint jeans on. I said, Oh baby, this is listen. This is authentic. Okay. Like I hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Hilarious. And he's black as hell. Black and don't care. It ain't a man black as hell that I ain't loved yet. Period. <laughs> I ain't come across a black ass man that I ain't loved yet. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I love Bernie Mac. Uh. His, his stand ups, Dev Comedy Jam, were hilarious. I had no business watching. Yes. But I was watching and I was cracking <laughs> up. Okay. And it's like half the stuff, like when you're younger, you just like, it's funny, but you don't really understand it. And then when you get mm-hmm. older, it's like, yo, oh, yeah. Is- Hilarious. Like going back, like you know, Def Jam, Def Comedy Jam had their like twenty five year thing not too long mm-hmm. ago, and going back and watching it, like when I tell you my stomach was hurting, I was like, "Yo, that was funny <laughs> then, but now as an adult, right? Stupid, sick." But yeah, that's my four. What's yours? Okay, my four number four is another fool, but he's one of my favorites, um, Mike Epps. Yeah. So. Mike, <laughs> you clearly know why I like Mike Epps. Mike Epps <laughs> is the most genuinely funny. First of all, not done one bad movie. Period. Every movie that he's in, he is hilarious. And I feel like he's one of those people who's kind of, I would definitely say in movies he is pretty typecast. Like he goes for the same thing, but he puts a different spin on it every time. So it's not like the same old thing, even though it's pretty much like the same role, you know, he's going to have his ad libs, you know, he's going to be like the goofy one, you know that, but he puts his own little spin on it every single time where it's still hilarious. I'll give you an example. Him and Ice Cube have done multiple movies together. Now, <laughs> if you look at him in the Friday franchise, like Next Friday and Friday at the Next, and you look at him in All About the Benjamins, it's pretty much the same role, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they are so funny by themselves, like in their own right. They're, they're yes. hilarious. And it's literally the same exact role. Even Ice, even the dynamic with him and Ice Cube in both of those movies are pretty much the same. Like, mm-hmm. But he was hilarious in both and I think the good thing about that well the thing that makes him so funny his stand-up is hilarious yes his stand-up is hilarious his shows are hilarious Mm. his movies are hilarious and he's just genuinely funny he's one of those people I feel like I feel like everybody has like that person that they know that family member that they know that is like a Mike Epps. Like when he comes around, you like, I know this is about to be. He about to roast. He pulls up to the cookout. You know it's about to be a good time. Like he's genuinely funny, and that he's another one of those people. He can literally just like walk by, and I'm like, that man, that shot is ridiculous. Listen, he. I have to say, Mike Epps, even in his serious roles, he's another one that is hilarious. Yeah, like even when he's playing a serious role, you he can't. It's I, I think it's it oozes smile. out of I him. I don't know what it is, but he, you just, I have to laugh. I, I don't, yeah. I just, I cannot. And this, I don't know if you've watched it, but um, he's on the show, The Upshaws with Kim Fields on I Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen it. Let me tell you I've, something. It's on my list. Let me sure. tell you something. I was, I was concerned because I'm like, I didn't know if Kim Fields was coming with that, like, let's be serious energy. 
And I'm like, that's not going to work with Mike because he's hilarious just naturally. Like you said, right. he walk into the room and everybody busts out laughing. But it's actually very good. He's hilarious. I feel like she's allowing him to be himself, right. even in this type of role. Like, he's a, a dad with, you know, a wife and a baby mama who is very ratchet. And, you know, he got his own business, but things are messy. Like, it's it's a lot, yeah. but it, it's it's actually very good. So, to see him in a series and still yeah. be able to be himself, like, yeah. Mike Epps is, yeah. And I feel like they kind of whatever role he takes I think that's the main thing like you have to understand that you have to give him his space to kind of be his authentic self because that's what makes him so funny like you have to give him that ad-lib space you have to give him that space to kind of just run with it if he wants because that's what makes him so 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 funny yeah like just him being himself like you have to I feel like with any role or any like thing like that they have to give him that or it's like it's gonna put him in a box. It's not gonna be like it's not gonna be as good as it can as it can be. Right. Um. But yeah, that's my number four. Go ahead with your number <clears throat> three. Well, my number three is good old Cat Williams. <laughs> 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 when he told that girl, "Take one of your gnarled fingers and run it through this." <laughs> <laughs> I but I tell you when I tell you he was like no 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 I've I've never been to jail no 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 when I tell you I sure did say your gnarled hand like that was it she should have just been quiet like I don't know why you thought that your kitchen table comedy was ever ever <laughs> gonna come against Cat Williams. Just why? Table laughs. Why did you think that mm. was gonna work? I would never crack a joke mm. or try to be funny or try to roast a comedian. Like The only thing stupid? I would do with Cat Williams is laugh with him. That's it. And I That's wouldn't it. even laugh too loud because as, as ridiculous as my laugh is, I don't want to become the next victim. Exactly. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a giggle like hell. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, like that, that, that that's going to go down in history. Do you hear me? Like, how you get roasted t- to your death on your own show? And then try to get your husband to come there and fight for your honor. Right. And, and, and both of y'all stupid-ass roll home mad. Because my thing is, he, he, he told her, though. He was like, I don't... Are you sure you want to do this? Like, he, he yeah, gave he said, you a I'm, warning. I, yeah, I'm not... He was like, I'm, I'm not... He, no, that's what he said. He said, I'm not the one you want to join on. That's like, what he told her. He and gave that me a warning. was his... his <laughs> He that gave you a warning. Like, that was your grace, baby. And you should have you should have took it. And you instead you wanted to crack jokes. And everything she said to him, he had it. She was like, oh, that that old suit. Da, da, da. He opened it up and said, This Versace. He said, I'm this? sorry, Versace. This is spring. It hasn't come out yet. I'm sorry, Versace. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the Whatever calmness. The was, I think it was like was it 2019 something? I, don't I think know. so. I but like, whatever it was, it was that 2019 Versace yeah. collection. I'm sorry, it hasn't come out yet. I'm, I apologize. It's raggedy suit. Oh, baby! I just... I don't know what she thought was going to happen when that man came on there and she started getting disrespectful and talking out of her neck. Man, I don't know I don't, what. I don't like know. honestly. But this is this is what I kind of think about. I sometimes think of the aftermath. So what was it like as her co-host coming in the next day 
and like going, you know, the radio show goes on. <laughs> so what happens the next day when you come to work? Because I know, you know what I'm saying? If okay, if me and you are the host and the third person was her, right? Mm-hmm. And you know we talked on the phone. Oh yeah. <laughs> About that shit that took oh, place. Yeah. I know, you know, we probably was on the phone crying, laughing, like, oh my God, we'll do the wop. Now you gotta go to work. It's a Tuesday. She done got ran filth on a Tuesday morning. Now Wednesday, you got you gotta I hope it happened on a Friday, so at least you have a little buffer with the weekend. But what let's say if it was a Tuesday interview, you got <laughs> three more days of work <laughs> before you can really take a break to get yourself together. I know that next day that she came to work, that attitude. And the awkwardness, because I would have been like, because you know me, <laughs> I don't do well with elephants in the rooms. <laughs> I got it. We're going to talk about this. I, 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 I have my thoughts. I'm pretty sure you have your thoughts and your feelings. Yeah. Because I, I don't do well with elephant in the room, because the more I notice the elephant in the room, the funnier it gets. And that's when, like, now I'm being rude. Yeah. It would be so hard for me, like, to not use anything that he said against her. Oh like, my- she would not be able to be like, oh, I got my nails done, and me not immediately think about I'm all fingers. I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> I'm going to really bring it up. I what that was like for them going back <laughs> into the workplace, especially because my thing is, all right, you got chopped down by Cat Williams. Honestly, if you're going to get chopped down, okay, cool. It, right. But to me... The funny part is the fact that you really tried to act like you wasn't affected, but called your husband on your break. <laughs> and he came up there to try to fight Cat before Cat left. That's the part right there that lets me know that that nigga cut you deep. Deep. He Her feelings were ass. hurt. Deep. You couldn't even take it, baby. He Them cut that ass. Hurt. You hear me? Deep. deep, and I, baby. And I must say, I must say, I'm not, I'm not just going to say like that. That situation is like the best thing he's ever done. All of his stand-ups, I watched more than once. Okay. Yes. Hilarious. He's great at storytelling. Yes. He's yes. very active on that stage, sliding yes. around, doing all types of stuff, dancing. He'd be sweating <laughs> and little perm flips be all over the place. Like yes. he's a for him to be 411, he, <laughs> he is very active. I'm not tell I'm not making no jokes on cat because if he ever get wind of this, he won't say I said a joke. Hell no. Oh, he's gonna I, drag me to hell and that's fine because I'm gonna be laughing all the way down. All right. Mm-mm. Um Mm-mm. I will not be a victim. Go ahead. Listen, but he he is very like he is hilarious. He commands anything that he's in. It doesn't like say what you want about him being arrested, okay, whatever. That man is hilarious. Yes. Okay. No matter what yes. it is, what he's doing, yes, he is funny. He can command the scene. Yes. There's a um, I can't think of what um, I don't know if it was a movie or a show. It was with him and Tiffany Haddish, and he was in jail, and she brought a baby. Oh, I know it's when you talk. When you brought that white baby, yeah. I don't know what movie it's that was that in. Movie. Oh my god, I can't it's think of the movie. What white baby is this? this she said, baby. "Now this one, this one may be mine, but but this this white baby right here, this- it's the." his voice the way he said who's the white baby like it's that voice that tone is, is who, why who, it's funny who's little white baby <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah that's my three cat Williams for his crazy stuff all right all right all right all right um <clears throat> my number three is red fox yes that's a so, good one <laughs> red 
Fox, if you do not know, is the father from Sanford and Son. <laughs> um, Red Fox is okay. So, if you know me, you know my favorite comedy of all time is Hard Nights. Okay. That is my favorite comedy of all time. If I if they literally said, okay, you can only watch one comedy for the rest of your life, easy. Before you can even finish the question, Harlem Nights, give it to me. <laughs> I have it on DVD. It's on uh, it's on Netflix. If you have my brother's girlfriend recently, we found out that she never seen Harlem Nights. <sighs> I tell you, my my brother was disgusted, my father was disgusted, my mom was disgusted, and we watched it with her. And you know, we're like, ah. And she's like, you know, I felt like she wasn't laughing hard enough. And, you know, I, I didn't take offense Yikes. to so, Hey, everybody doesn't know great, right? Some people, <laughs> they don't know great. But Harlem Nights <laughs> is amazing. Watch it on Netflix if you need. Anyway, all of my favorite scenes, except one, Red Fox is in. Red Fox is another person where just how he talks and just how he is is funny. He's like that funny, inappropriate, old ass. He's like he's like that uncle or that grandpa. It's uh-huh. just like you're not gonna say anything to them. He's gonna say whatever he wants. Like you're not gonna say nothing to him and you're gonna take it. But it's just funny because I it's I think he's another person where like the delivery of it is the funny part about it yeah. is on Sanford and Son, he really like, I felt like the son was not funny at all. He wasn't. That wasn't his son cross was the bear. Well, he was not funny at all. But what made the show so funny was literally Red's demeanor and like how he interacted with the son. And I'm pretty sure it really wasn't much of a script, just telling what to say. But I'm pretty sure most of that as well was just like, mm hmm kind of going back and forth. The funniest part of Sanford and Son was with him when that old lady would go back Oh and forth. my like, God. Just cracking jokes. Like, he's just back and forth. funny. Back he's and just forth. genuinely funny. And um, his comedy specials were all... Oh my gosh, my back is itching. His comedy specials were also very hilarious, but I feel like he... His... Everybody has seen, well, I don't want to say everybody, but people have seen his stand-up. But I feel like he's funny to me because that was kind of like that old, like, aggravated, agitated old man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I didn't really... I didn't really find much of Red Fox's stand-ups until I got older. Mm -hmm. My most familiarity familiarity with Sanford's son and I thought it was the funniest show I thought it was really funny you know watching TV with my dad it's like you know I was watching a whole bunch of like stuff that uh, I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of young girls weren't watching like (laughs) you know what I'm saying like just like chilling with my dad and stuff like that it it was funny so when I got older and watched his stand I was like yo this nigga is out of control and then of course once I got bit by Harlem Nights I was like yo it's over this nigga's hilarious like it's He's he's he gives me like that happy like like that good family feel, and I mm. think that's another reason why I like him because I just feel like he's like my inappropriate grandpa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I want to go to grandpa house just I, or I just want to chill with grandpa because I don't know what the hell's about to come out of his mouth, but I know it's about to put me in a good mood. Like I feel like it's like a very like genuine home feel with him with like. You know, his interaction. So Red Fox is definitely on my list. That's my number three. 
I like that. I like Red Fox. He was mm-hmm. he was hilarious. He um, was. <clears throat> all right, my number two. Now my number two, my number one. I know somebody's gonna be upset, but you'll deal. Um, is it a Caucasian person? No, the only okay. only white person was Jim Carrey. Okay, that was it. And that because I was in the same mode of I'm gonna do all black. So, <laughs> but I had to be I, honest I about. One of us decided to go against the grain because I was like, hell no, it's <laughs> gonna be black as hell. But I had to be honest about like I literally will watch anything that he's in. Yeah, no questions asked, and over yeah. and over again, Liar Liar is one of my favorites like that and the Grinch anytime it comes on I'm watching it I don't (laughs) care what you're talking about um all right so my number two um is going to be Eddie Murphy I (laughs) listen I had no business watching Delirious what was I doing (laughs) that's what happens when you have older brothers you right. access to things you have no business having access to them niggas was watching it so was i like what are you talking about i'm in the room why y'all ain't here laughing so hard i need to see it and i was hooked from them because he was wildly inappropriate okay loud it, it, it was just really good and i feel like he before kevin hart parlayed you know doing stand-up yeah. Being on, you know, SNL when, you know, back then it I think he was the only black cast member for quite some time. Yeah. And, you know, parlaying that into mega million movies and, you know, TV shows. Like he yeah. really like he really parlayed this thing into a lot. Yeah. And I, let me tell you something. Anytime anytime coming to America is on, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I've literally seen it one million times. I'm going to watch it. So, I appreciate Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like he is deserving of all the flowers. Mm-hmm. But I just don't find him that funny. <laughs> A lot of people don't. I don't. And, I, and I'm not going to lie. His movies, great. Like, I feel like, honestly... Maybe I should say I've never watched Delirious. I've never watched I've never watched that stand up special. And I keep telling myself I need to watch it to kind of give him a chance. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I feel like Eddie Murphy to me is I think he's supported well. So in the things that I've liked Eddie Murphy in, he has good support. So for mm-hmm. instance, boomerang i love boomerang i love boomerang but he had a lot of good support i don't really think that was a very funny movie the situation was funny Mm -hmm. and you know when the switch happened that was funny but i watched boomerang for like the story not because like he's super hilarious and he was like not even the top seven funny people in that movie to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that book, now come on, Hollow Nights had a lot of... I mean, of- yeah, it did. And maybe that's not a good enough example. Maybe, yeah, yeah like, maybe that's not a good Richard example. Richard Pryor was in that movie. Like. I mean, yeah, he was... He, he had some heavyweights with him. But, okay, let me think. Like, for instance, Daddy Daycare, I thought the white guy was funny. Daddy Daycare, I didn't think Eddie Murphy was that funny. I thought the kids were hilarious. I thought the white guy was hilarious. 
You know what I'm saying? What and, about um life? Him and Martin. Martin to me, Martin don't first of all, um Martin Lawrence acting is always the funnier one to me. I feel like he <laughs> made bad boys. Like absolutely, people, I feel like people give Will Smith the credit for bad boys. I'm like, nah, that's no, cool. it's Martin. But Martin <laughs> made that like it's like I like Martin. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't put him on this list because I like him more as an actor than like a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Like he's another one I've never watched a stand up special. What? I've oh. never watched a stand up special of Mar- of Martin Lawrence. But I loved him in Mar first of all, just the TV show Martin period. <laughs> done. You feel done. me? Like done. But I've never watched a stand up special. So and that's why, you know, again, I like a lot of Eddie Murphy movies, but I yeah. feel like you don't have a base. That's the that's yeah, the issue. Like he's just not that, and he's just not that funny to me. And yeah. that's why neither one of them is on this list because I've I've never watched any of their. You know, yeah, that's like, honest though. Because if you don't have the the stand up base, then all yeah. you have to go on is the acting. So yeah, that, I mean that's and an that's appropriate. Have, so that's yeah, because I was like, oh assumption. Martin, but then I was like, because mm, if that's I'm like if Martin goes on the list, then Will Smith has to go on the list because Fresh Prince Bel Air was hilarious to me, but that's not. Yeah, a comedian. You know what I'm saying? That's comedy, but that's not a comedian. Yeah, he's not a comedian. Yeah, let me tell yeah. you something. Eddie Murphy is just not. He just doesn't do it for me. He just that's doesn't. He, he yeah, comedian. Comedian. He just doesn't do it for. And I know that's probably so disrespectful. I know it's probably so disrespectful. Well, no, but the you but you have a reason Kevin though. Hart instead of him, like, but I've watched <laughs> Kevin Hart stand up. That, but that's the thing. That's your reason yeah. behind it. So you're not saying he's not funny he's just not in your top five and your reason behind is that you have never seen his stand-up like you have to have a base yeah maybe you don't have that maybe i'll watch it listen okay so let me ask you this do you think if i watch like if i watch delirious tonight do you think i would be like damn i wish i would have been watching like this is hilarious Um, like in your personal opinion knowing that i haven't seen it and I see him more as an actor. Do you think if I go back and watch Delirious, I'll be like, oh, this, this is actually No, funny. no, because you're going, you already have in your mind who he is. So you're just going back to watch for reference. It's not going to change your mind because that's already embedded. You no, already have. no, no, no. I mean, like, will I find it funny? Like, will oh. I still be like, yo, this oh, is actually yeah, Delirious. Yeah. I should have been watching this. Yeah, I think you'll still find it funny as long as you go into it keeping in mind, you know, it was recorded like in the 80s. So yeah. keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, you still find it funny, but it's I may not, it's it not gonna change your mind about how you feel about him. But it is gonna be funny. I may give it a shot. Yeah. So, but, um, but that's my thing. Is like I had that base of watching his standups prior to. Um, I've watched everything he did on SNL. It was hilarious. Him as uh, Buckwheat on SNL was very, very disrespectful. That would not stand up nowadays. These sensitive people, him doing that, <laughs> all bad. They would have been calling to cancel him anyway. Um, but I just really enjoy how he like Beverly Hills Cop. Like every he he really really took this. I'm this black man. I'm hilarious. I'm gonna be funny to all my people, and then I'm gonna get my foot in the door with these white people, and then I'm gonna blow their head off. And that's what he did. Can I take like, a fun fact? Oh God, <laughs> I've never watched Beverly Hills Cop. Any of them? It's like twelve of them. Okay. All right. Did yeah. you watch the Did you watch the PJs? Yes, I did watch the. PJs. Okay. I was just trying to figure out what did you watch the PJs. Yeah, I did watch for sure. Okay. Watch the PJs. 
for sure. Which I think was pretty dope. Like who who was out here doing claymation? Yeah, what black media was doing claymation? I, like you know how hard that is. Like you literally have to like even them walking. Like everything has to be do 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 like do every like half Jesus. of a half of a half and how many seasons was the PJs? I don't remember. It wasn't a lot because, like you said, it's a lot of work and very. Yeah, tricky. I know it wasn't a lot, but I'm just curious if it was like, like maybe if they made it to like three seasons. I'm yeah, not sure it, it might have been, might have been two or three. I don't know, but it was amazing. So, but yeah, yeah, he's my number two. Nice. Um, my number two, we've already pretty much discussed, is Bernie Mac. Yes. I love Bernie Mac because, again, black as hell, disrespectful as hell, uses a lot of curse words. <laughs> My Never break the curse. Of guy. You know, Never it's break. just <laughs> so inappropriate. I feel like, okay, so I feel like with me in my mind, I envision like I feel like Bernie Mac was a calm funny. Like he didn't bust the room. Hey, uh, uh. But when he went, but once he got started, it was no stopping. It's like, you know, he's he definitely had that kind of charisma and that super like. I feel like he was very swaggy, very charismatic, um, you know, with just his persona. And I feel like if I ever, if like, I would just hope that like my husband would kind of be like that, like low key, you know what I'm saying? But like he could turn that shit up. I feel like that's kind of what I would want, like my husband to embody. Like I want to be around a, a funny nigga. Like yeah. I like being around a cornball. I like being around a goofball. And maybe that's like, oh my God, I'm so childish. Well, we're gonna have a ball. Like I wanna have I wanna be with somebody that I can have fun with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like he is so fire to me because he was funny, but I feel like he was also like a cool ass nigga. Like he was cool as hell. But even like, you know what I'm saying, outside of the comedy, I feel like that's to me like how um, like a man like I feel like if I was a dude I would be like very I would be like very on brand with like Bernie Mac I feel like I I like the I like the smoothness of Bernie yeah. and then he was funny as hell and disrespectful yeah. as hell and didn't know how to act <laughs> and was black as hell and you know what I'm saying like yeah but he was the the, the coolest one like on that King yeah Kong, like the behind the scenes stuff he was the cool everybody thought yes no Bernie Mac was the coolest one. He's he, just a he cool was the one. ass nigga, like a cool ass nigga. And like, some I feel like Bernie was the type that he could just walk in a room and just, you know, just chill and not even like if you didn't know who he was, he wasn't like not trying to impress you. He was like he was just cool. Mm-hmm. And then once you once he get that battery, it's it's a dub. Mm-hmm. But I love me a black ass cool ass nigga. <laughs> And that's how I feel Bernie Mac was. Like, Bernie Mac was fine as hell to me. Yeah, that was a fine him. man. I really love Bernie Mac. I was very sad when he died. I was just like, what are y'all it's talking so about? Sad. It, was, it was like, it's like, uh, it's just, too, it's too much, okay? I think on my entire list, there's only two people, three people, including my honorable mention. Half my list is, is no longer here. Dang. You mm. know, and it's just like, you know. I don't know. It is. I mean, Same. you know, that's life. But I mean, I feel like the good thing about, um, you know, celebrities and things like that is kind of they're kind of like immortalized. Like they'll be here forever because we have so many clips and movies and you know, it's yeah. like they, they never really, you know, they're just yeah, 
They're like immortal. That's what I feel. But that's my number two. Who your number one? Let's get to it. Let's oh, get to it. Man. Let's get to it. I feel like uh, I don't know who it's going to be. I'm like, who is this? I don't know. It, isn't it amazing how to like different our our list are? Like our list are like we got with two people that's similar, right? Bernie and, and Kat. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's amazing how different our list is, like where they're placed and stuff. Um, yeah, <clears throat> that's how you know you're real friends because you can't be the same with all your friends. Y'all can't agree on everything. That's that's yeah. not real friendship. Anyway, that's true. Um, so you know, we got the that dynamic too. Uh, um, so my number one, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm gonna get. Lots of lacerations, but girl, spit it out. All right, so Dave Chappelle's my number one. Be mad. I don't care. No, you know what? I'm really kind of upset because I noticed that he was not on my list, and I was like, damn it. But I didn't see anybody that I could really take out other than like Chris Rock, but I really like him. Yeah. No, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He is like Mm -hmm. he's like our um Paul Mooney. Like he's the yeah, because of the stuff that he says again, yes. once again, shooting these white people right between their eyes, like that he literally took <laughs> pieces of Paul Mooney and made it for like us that you know the quote unquote hip hop generation. Like yeah. he really took that yeah. and ran with it. And <laughs> you want to talk about cancel? If anybody has never watched the Chappelle Show, first go back and watch that now and think about it in these terms where literally everybody's sensitive about everything that show I'm, do you know the first episode of Chappelle's show was when he was the blind black man that was in the KKK that Ooh. was the first episode yeah the first episode with the blind black man who was like the leader of the KKK that was episode one and it's like when it came back to streaming and I watched it the first time I said yo I did not realize this was the first episode for, I this forgot that was the out first the thing. gates crazy 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 crazy, crazy. And inappropriate I feel like the dope the dopest thing to me about Chappelle show was the entire show felt extremely authentic and I really liked that. I yes. love like he had these musical guests. Yes. Like, I yes. Lo- Chappelle, if there was like no other show for the culture, I feel like everybody talks about SNL, but I feel like as far as like sketches and like guest performance stuff like that, I feel like Dave Chappelle is is better than SNL. Like it is because you like relate I, to it. It's I have black. to like, choose things at SNL that's funny. I have to like pick. I have to like. Oh, this person is hosting. I think that'll be funny. I think one of the funniest guests on SNL in like my generation was probably Drake. Um, Drake was hilarious on SNL. Uh, Justin Timberlake was hilarious on SNL. But it's like certain guests. It's not like I. I'm like looking forward to Saturday Night Live. Like I have seen every episode of Chappelle show multiple times mm-hmm. I cannot say the same for SNL I don't get excited about SNL if Dave Chappelle show was if the Chappelle show was still on right now it would be in the DVR recorded on demand period I'm like for sure. you know what I'm saying for sure he it was took such a culture like like he... our generation that was like Chappelle show what like that was the culture like that was he it. literally took 
what Keenan Ivory Williams did with In Living Color mm-hmm. and just like took it to another <laughs> level. It was yeah. more disrespectful. It was more like, oh my God, did he really do that? Did he really yes. say that? It was more of that. And then having the musical features, because, you know, and Lil Kelly used to do the same thing. So it had the sketches, the musical features. It yeah. had him talking in between. Like, it literally no, had sorry. everything. And it was so good. And his stand-ups were so good. Even way back on Def Comedy Jam, mm-hmm. when he was very green, <laughs> he was hilarious. Disrespectful. He was very animated all over the place. But once he got to Chappelle show and he started to calm down and hone in on what he did best, mm-hmm. he was unstoppable. He was unstoppable. It was just, I and was like... They are still funny. Like, yeah. not one thing that Dave Chappelle would put out and I'll be like, oh, I'll skip it. I'll be like, when is it coming out? Say no more. Right. right. Calendar marked. Got it. Got mm. it. So, that's my number one. He is hilarious to me. Yes. And even in, at his big age, he'd be sitting down doing his stand-ups, and I'll still go watch it. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> that part. That's mine. What's yours? Okay, so my number one, I'm pretty sure you already know who this is, uh-huh. Well, who it's going to be, mm. is Paul Mooney. Yes. So I have multiple reasons why Paul Mooney is my number one. One, rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Rest in peace. But... Paul Mooney, to me, was a comedic genius, not only for his own stand-ups, not only for, you know, his own little clips and things like that, but let's not forget that he was the writer for so many greats. He wrote for Richard Pryor. He wrote for Red Fox. He wrote a lot of comedy for, I feel, the comedians who kind of sparked comedians now. So I feel Mm -hmm. like... Paul Mooney had to be number one on my list just because of his influence that he had on comedy with his stand-up, with his writing. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like his influence kind of trickled down and got a lot of other stand-up comedians and other comedians that I really, really like on stage to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. that's one reason why he's number one. Two, he has to be the most disrespectful of them all because Mm -hmm. I feel like Paul Mooney is the perfect example of no filter. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to dress it up really nice. He's not trying to do, he's just talking. He's literally just spilling out his thoughts. It's like sometimes on his standards, I'm like, I feel like it's just, you know, like on Maurice, Maurice, when you see her writing her diary and then the narrative over, I feel like that's kind of what it is. He's not really even trying to be funny. He's just like, telling us his thoughts he's kind of like giving us a, a door by his mind that's mm-hmm. why i feel like his delivery is so calm and it's just like he's just it's just like a conversation but it's hilarious and as i've gotten older and you know learned and understood you know history more and um things like that the disrespect to the caucasians is just <laughs> my all-time favorite because you know when you're younger it's like oh ha ha but now now like knowing what I know and coming into myself as an adult with my own you know cognitive Mm -hmm. thought process and you know things like that my own like I know this to be true it's even more hilarious it's Mm -hmm. even more hilarious and um you know I I quote Paul Mooney quite a bit and um you know 
I definitely have my favorite quote from Paul Mooney, but you know, I just I appreciate everything as as far as his work ethic, his stand up, his features, his interviews. I remember one time they were like, "Oh, well, do people think that people say that you're racist?" He's like, "Uh, can't be racist." And and he's so he was so intelligent because very like, very he's not gonna tell you I'm not racist because this like his when he says I'm not racist because this because this because this because this this I'm not racist. Y'all just mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, period. He was I'm not explaining it. <laughs> genius. Mm-hmm. And I feel like any, like, I feel like Paul Mooney just, and I feel like we did a good job of giving Paul Mooney his flowers. Like, he knew that, you know what I'm saying? It was, like, it's, it, like, it's you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I really appreciate that. But Paul Mooney is just, like, I just feel like nobody else on this list would low-key, like, I probably would have even found them or anything, or they would have, you know, really. There would be no Dave without Paul Mooney. But so many comedians, <laughs> so many. How many comedians said Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor was telling this man's jokes. No Tino Right. Shade. I mean, keep it a buck. I mean, th- look, if you, how, I, how many songs has Beyonce written? Mm. Right? Mm. Everybody mm-hmm. loves Beyonce as a performer. But if you love Beyonce as a performer, you have to also love and appreciate the people that gave him them words. The producers, yeah. these songwriters out here, y'all don't like Carrie Hilson, but y'all sing a lot of her stuff. Sure do. I don't know why y'all think Carrie Hilson's going broke. <laughs> You're dumb as hell because Carrie Hilson's pen. That's how she, she got had, She had two songs. You're right. But she don't ever have to sing ever again in her life. You think Neo have to ever get behind a mic and go on tour and be away from his wife and kids where he could sit in the house with a pen that's and make I more wish money? He would do. That's really, honestly, I would never like to see him ever again. He can just write. You get what I'm saying? That's my own personal opinion. I don't really like Like, <laughs> are y'all forgetting the power of the pen here? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Comedians. Are ri- that's what I'm like. Why is everybody mad at Drake? Like everybody don't have writers. Even comedians have writers. Like literally I, everybody. Has I was really confused on the whole thing with Drake <sighs> and that Quentin Miller guy. I'm like, why is it so crazy that he has a writer? If I'm you're in the so, studio, so you have confused. input. You become a writer. If you say, "Oh, the hook should be like this," you are now a writer. I'm so confused. Now I know I'm, you know, an old hoe. Okay. But in my day, we used to have CDs. And if you open the CD and took the cover out that had the pretty picture, it was a book. Mm-hmm. And if you unwound that book and have all the pages go out, every single song, it tell, every single song was like a page of that little book. Mm-hmm. And it has the right, like, your artist's name may be on a part of the writers, but it's probably not the only name. Nope. Probably not the only name. It's probably a list of names, right? Mm-hmm. So let's not act like the pen is, you know, so like it doesn't matter. It absolutely does, and that's why I feel like when I was going through this, I was like, I have to put Paul Money at the top because yeah. he's the pen behind so many greats. Like, yeah, for sure, I had to put him at the top. Paul Money, that's 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 my number one. Period. Period. Okay. Well, listen, these lists you know? are good. I, I really I'm so happy that you put Jim Carrey on your list because I freaking love Jim Carrey, but unfortunately <laughs> Jim Carrey is just not black. <laughs> My list was just blackity black, black, black. Yeah, I, it's, I, I I went back and forth about it too. 
I did. I went back and forth about it, but I, I again, I had to be. I had to be honest. I love yeah. Jim Carrey. I just do. I yeah. do. So, all right. Mm. So, <clears throat> it is time for my favorite part of the show: mm-hmm. a moment with the kid. Thank you, Victoria. I appreciate this time to come in front of you all again. This quote comes from my number one comedian, Paul Mooney. It is my favorite quote by Paul Mooney of all time. And it goes like this. I've quoted it before. I quote it to the day I die. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. Period. (laughs) My favorite, honestly. Favorite, favorite quote. I ain't gonna hold you. This, let me tell you something. This, like, I don't think y'all understand how much I love this quote. This was something I literally was, like, thinking about getting tattooed. But then I was like, do you want nigga tattooed on your body twice? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, like, I was really, like, I, like, because it's so true. It holds true in every single thing. Every walk of life, every aspect of life, Mm -hmm. every form of art, every form of creativity, Mm -hmm. every form of self-expression, everything. Yep everything and it's the type of quote that like really it's so simple but it's it has so much depth to it paul mooney is just untouched to me like i can't he is top tier he is at the toppest of shells and the toppest of tears (laughs) he's really a comedic scholar is what i would like to call him because he like you said so okay all right please Please stop it. Because of his writing, because of yeah. his delivery, the things yeah. that he says, the yeah. longevity of it, like you said, that quote is that's gonna be forever. I'm gonna forever. be 99 still saying forever. that because forever. Like, and then his out. You remember on? I think it was a part of Chappelle's show. Um, he used to do Negro Damas. <laughs> yeah, so he was a, a Negro like, philosopher. Um, like he said. <laughs> Wayne Brady makes uh, Brian Gumble look like Michael X. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> come on. That's precision. That's, that is. Come on. Like. <laughs> come on. Wayne Nobody Brady put that makes together. Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rest in peace, man. And I'm I think so it was the, when he dressed up because Negro Domus had a costume. So the yes. costume was funny. He had a stupid <laughs> hat on. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I got to witness that, man. Woo! I swear. <laughs> I swear. Probably is hilarious. And I hope people who did not know about him prior to his death are drowning in every single thing he's ever yeah. done. And also on Ask Paul Mooney, my favorite one was when the guy was like, hey, Paul Mooney, why black people did it? He was like, um, he was like, thank you for that question, brother. Um, I have a question for you. Where are your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when that shit comes up, I lose it. He was like, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I just have a question for that, brother. Uh, where are your teeth, nigga? <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> Uh, man, Ooh, 
peace, Paul Mooney. We're going to dedicate oh, this episode to you. <laughs> Rest in peace to Paul Mooney and all the light that you have shed and shared on this world and your influence. And we love you and miss you. <sighs> and I'm about to go watch every piece that he's done. So there's that. All right. Definitely about to watch Harlem Nights and the Grinch today. I mean, <laughs> we ain't, I ain't got to work tomorrow, so the hell. <laughs> I'm doing what I want to do today. And I'm watching movies. Hey, I got to go to work in the morning. I said what I said. Period. <sighs> well, this is a good one. Well, well, well. We'll catch you, Negroes, uh, next week. Peace out. Bye. Bye.